This is the Brews and Bourbon Podcast, beer and whiskey reviews by average consumers. It's a whole new day and we got a whole lot of beer and whiskey to try. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome what do you back. say? What do you say? You ready to get started? Let's do it, man. You ready to get started? Yes, sir. Are you as excited finally, as uh, I am? Yeah, man. Let's, let's get it going. It's been a little hectic trying to get uh, today's show recorded, but... Uh, we're here and uh, we're let's, rolling with let's the record. Punches. Yeah, let's record it, man. Yeah, there's any uh, there's any background noise? Just ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, there's gonna be no background noise. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm excited to do this. Um, I'm excited to try a beer that I've never tried before. So I'm gonna give you my full blown honest opinion because I I've never had this before. A hundred percent honest. I've I've never had this beer either. Oh, I've okay. had beers <laughs> from Terrapin. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the beer today, Terrapin Hopsecutioner IPA. So what makes this beer a little bit more special than a lot of other IPAs, um, this beer actually uses six different hops, and it's actually on the top of the can right here. It's uh, Amarillo Hops, Cascade, Centennial, Warrior, Chinook, and Simcoe Hops. Those hops are all inside of this one beer. So this is a hoppy beer, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's an IPA. It's in the name, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Hopsecutioner. It's got a picture of a turtle, which actually the Terrapin logo is a turtle. Oh, okay. That so makes that sense. There's a Terrapin turtle, that's why, right? That, I think so. That makes. I think so. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not familiar with turtles. I'm a turtle man. <laughs> How many you have? How many pets? Uh, Including my wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the... The picture has a turtle. He's got a guillotine, and he's uh, executing some hops. So I guess he's chopping them up into little baskets. What and ninja turtle is this? It's the purple one. Who, who's the purple one in uh, Ninja Turtles? This uh, guy has Le a purple headband. Leonardo? I think it's black. It is? Mine's black. Maybe. You well, you're blind. Uh, no, mine, mine looks pretty black. Well, anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, it does look pretty black. We got to shine the light on it. Yeah, it's black. But you just ruined it. Thanks. Let's uh let's go ahead and crack this beer open cuz um I I see here's a Indian Pale Ale. Yeah, India Pale Ale. So it's just a style of beer. Um, What's the difference between India Pale Ale and Indian Pale Ale? Just whoever wrote the fucking name. Uh <laughs> pretty much. I mean, as far as I know. I think Indian Pale Ale sounds better than India Pale Ale. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It sounds In the same to me. No, it doesn't. And they taste similar to me, so it's I like kind of don't care. It's like saying, um, um, like, I don't know, what? Mexican beer or Mexico beer. <laughs> no, because <it's> Indian <laughs> is the style, not like a Mexican style lager or a Mexican lager or a Mexico style lager. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be because right. that's not the right tense. Why isn't it? Well, so why is India, India pale L and Indian? Like it would be it Indian. Wouldn't, it wouldn't be Mexico. It would lager. be. It would be Mexican lager. Yeah, but it's an Indian style, right? The the style of it is the Indian pale ale, not the India pale ale. There might be a difference. I think that's for a different episode. Distinctions between IPAs. We should do uh, a IPA <laughs> episode. <laughs> Try like five IPAs. And this is a tall boy. You couldn't find a smaller one. Uh, I couldn't find a bigger one. To be honest, <laughs> I wanted to go bigger. But oh, this man. is a tall boy, a sixteen ounce big can, um, and it it's actually seven point three ABV. So this is a 
a solid two and a half beers here, at least. Two and a half regular 5% ABV beers. I guess. It's pretty strong. By the time I finish this, I'm going to be feeling pretty good. Uh, yeah, if you're like If I finish it, because uh, <laughs> <I'm, laughs> well, I, I kind of don't. I'm usually not a fan of IPAs, uh, especially the real, real hoppy ones. But, you know, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. I'm open-minded. I'm not going into this thinking I'm not going to like it. I'm going to go in uh, actually trying to like it. Uh, I've been trying to like IPAs because when you go to uh, breweries, usually. They're usually prevalent. Yeah, it's like prevalent to see fucking IPAs. So I'm trying to like them. I'm trying to get more involved in the, uh, you know, in the breweries, and the microbreweries. So I'm trying to do that. I just poured this into my glass. And this is actually like really, really like dark. Like it's yeah. hazy. It's, it's very, really very hazy. hazy. Yeah. And it's like a dark amber color. It almost looks like those nitro beers, almost. A nitro beer. Like the Oh, the ones that like a like a beer off tap? Yep. Yeah, this is and the smell. Did you smell it yet? Well you got a can, so you can't smell it as good as I can, but the smell of this beer, it's very very hoppy, but subtle hoppy. You know what this smells like? What does it smell like? Like a rotten fucking orange. <laughs> a rotten orange? Yep. No. Yep. That's what it smells like, man. That's I remember uh, having an orange tree in the back of my yard growing up, and when you used to, you used to fall on the ground, you used to step on them. That's what this smells like. Actually, now that you mention it, I do <laughs> distinctly remember the smell of stepping <laughs> on a rotten orange. And it does smell a little bit like a little bit, a little <laughs> no, bit. just like it. It, kinda, it really does. I mean, to be honest, it's, <laughs> it does smell like rotten orange. But I'm telling you, man. But I mean, for all we know, rotten orange makes the best beer. Yeah, you never I'm, know. I'm and gonna take a sip of this. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna taking a look. You know, I'm always criticizing the cans and things like that. This is a well-made can. You're a can um, boy, huh? Yeah, I really like this hop executioner. Like that's a that's a badass name. Like whoever figured that name out. <laughs> He gets a gold star. Like, that's a pretty uh, unique name. Um, I really do like the can. Um, it's pretty cool, man. I give it a thumbs up on the can. <laughs> well, a little bit about the brewery. Uh, in 2002, two guys, they uh, created a rye pale ale, so they've always been more into hoppier stuff. Um, but, yeah, they took gold medal for their rye pale ale in, in 2002, and then in 2007, they moved to Athens, Georgia, which is where they still are now. Where were they before? Uh, somewhere else in Georgia. Oh, okay, but they, they they've been local there in Georgia. They they've been in Georgia there since they started. Um, is this Georgia's biggest uh brewery, or is it like four twenty? I think Sweetwater. Yeah, yeah. Sweetwater is probably a little bigger. Well, yeah, it's Sweetwater. <laughs> Sweetwater. Yeah, I know it for the four twenty, but yeah. that's probably one of the more most popular ones, especially out of Georgia. But Terrapin is from Athens, Georgia, which is. A little less known, but they actually have a mission statement. That's where uh, the Olympics were at one point, right? Uh, no. Th- well, I think so because that they were in, no, they were in Atlanta because they have in Atlanta they have the Olympic Park. Mm. Maybe it was the Winter Olympics. I mean, I don't know how many Olympics have come here, <laughs> but they have a a mission a mission statement on their website that's to create unique experiences through uh, passionate brewing. Hmm. So I guess it's 
they've they've Somebody always been fucking wrote that down, huh? They've always yeah, they've always been. <laughs> I don't I, think that came out naturally. No, <laughs> somebody I, was like, "Hey, let's come up with a mission statement and let's work on it for six and a half weeks." Yeah, let's 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 come out with something really deep, something like, that you read and you're like, "Yeah, I feel empowered after reading this." This this empowering statement makes me want to drink a beer. <laughs> yeah, this is very very hoppy. It is, it is, but I like hops, so for me this is the shit. I like it. This is good stuff. What are you thinking? Man, it's really hoppy for me. I hear you popping your lips a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to get like that taste. Just uh take a take a big smell, exhale, go in for a big sip, nah. and tell me what you're tasting. This is not my beer. I'm I mean when I every time I, I drink an IPA, um I'm always, you know, straight citrus, uh straight um grapefruit is what i taste in these all the time do you like grapefruits i do but not like this <laughs> i mean uh, how do you eat grapefruits are you a salt guy or a sugar guy i'm a salt guy so you like it salty yep so if i threw salt in your beer would you like it i don't know man because sometimes <laughs> salt in beer makes you know sometimes you always um mexicans have a thing about you know salt flavoring beer. their beers so sometimes that flavoring in the beer gives it like a Weird taste. When I put salt in beer, it makes me burp more. Hmm. I actually, I never. I don't paid know attention to that. I don't know that science or. Maybe you just end up drinking more. Burp. Nah, maybe probably. It's probably what it is. I drink a lot, burp a lot. Sounds like a. Yeah. Science to me. I mean, I just burped like twice, and I've took like two sips out of it. I could tell you don't like it. I'm I'm already halfway through my glass, and you took two sips out of your can. Yeah, I know, and usually I'm the guy that finishes his beer. By the time you're like two sips in, I mean, I, I drink at a at a steady pace. So nah. for you to be taking sips, to be taking little baby girl sips, it's uh must not be. It's your not, it's not my thing, man. I I think I've had a better IPA. Do you think you ever get into IPAs to the point I, I where don't know. you'd I, reach I, for? I don't IPAs know. If maybe or? like my palate will change eventually. I mean, it's just it's it's hard for me to like something that's so bitter. Yeah, okay, I can see that. It's pretty bitter, but you like whiskey. And well, that's old not fashions. bitter. I mean, old fashions have actual bitters in them, but you're yeah. the. You also like them to be super sweet, like, like you have a lot of simple syrup in your old fashions. No, like I could just drink whiskey all day, but like whiskey's not bitter. No, it's yeah. like sour bitter. Yeah, I can see that. It's sour. Like lemon peel sour. Lemon, yeah, like, well, like <laughs> orange Like grapefruit. Rind. Orange rind, like the skin of the orange. It's got, like, yeah, that like, really bitter, Like sour-y. the skin of a grapefruit, because that is really strong. <laughs> I've had the skin of an orange, but never the skin of a grapefruit. Hmm. But Well, I had a grapefruit tree at my grandma's house growing up, so we were consistently eating grapefruits, so sometimes we would peel them, and sometimes yeah. it, you leave, like, a thick layer of that, like, the white stuff. The white stuff. Oh, yeah. That's what this kind of beer tastes like to me all the time. Yeah, that white stuff is what's really bitter. Yeah, and that's what all IPAs to me taste like. Every single one. I haven't had one that I fucking enjoy, and they all taste kind of the same to me. No, nah, I I believe they're distinct, especially when they use different kind of hops. This one has six different hops, so it's kind of, it's almost like all over the place when you think of the taste of it. It's very, uh, I don't know, it's... It's almost completely different than any other IPA I've tried, but also similar. Like it's like you get that strong, punchy tasting all these hops. It smooths out, and then you get that bitter, like you just fucking finish chewing on a grapefruit peel. 
taste at the end. Yeah, the bitter comes at the end. Like the, I, don't, I, in all honesty, I don't know how people can drink IPAs all day. Like, if you can drink more than, I mean, four, five, six IPAs, like I don't know how you do that. I mean, IPAs are typically I really can't, strong. So. I can't imagine like being hungover on an IPA. That would probably be like my worst nightmare. <laughs> I mean, they're they're pretty strong. So when you have two, it's you're already feeling it. You know, you're feeling a buzz. You're feeling good once you have four i would ask you what a hangover or not ipa is but you're the kind of guy that doesn't ever get to that point not because you're a drinker but you just don't drink like that yeah i like to to maintain a buzz and just keep it there drink three and go home type of guy (laughs) well three if i drank three of these tall boys i'd be pretty fucked up at 7.3 yeah but you're not gonna be like fucked up to the point you're hungover all day oh no not that bad but I mean, I can imagine people that are into these beers, they probably have gotten to that point, and I, I wonder how hangover is. So if our listeners out there have gotten drunk on IPAs and been hungover like a really bad, like one of those you're in bed all day and you're sick, um, let me know how that is. You know, message us on uh, Instagram and uh, yeah, follow us. Explain it in vivid detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just let us know. Comment uh-huh. or uh, DM us, you know, and let us know how that hangover went. Or comment it on, uh, on the post about this uh, podcast that you'll see. Uh, but since I see that you're not digging the beer, you want to hop into the whiskey? Uh, yeah, we can hop into the whiskey. Uh, will you reach for this beer ever again? Of course. This beer is just freaking delicious. Especially, see, I do a lot of kayaking here in Florida, so when I'm on the kayak, that's always the kind of beer that I take. I always take an IPA or something that's really, like, hoppy because when it's hot outside, these just taste so good outside. What about you? Nah, not me. I I barely kayak, um, mainly because I don't have a kayak, and two, because it takes a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a good shoulder workout. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. What do you take on a kayak? They created uh, (laughs) boats for a reason, you know? (laughs) Like, yeah, I go on boats. (laughs) I mean, on a boat, this would be good. The hoppiness, it's still hot outside. You're still in direct sunlight, so. Yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, just, you know, lager, like a basic beer. That's what you take on a yeah. boat? Yeah, because, you know, if I'm going to go fishing, which I don't do all, as often as I would like, or if I go to the beach or something like that, I'm planning on being there all day, and I'm planning on drinking all day long. Would you want to drink these all day long? No. <laughs> I wouldn't even drink more than maybe one. I think I think anything 7.3 is kind of hard to drink all day long. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine drinking this, just the taste of it. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see you get drunk on one of these. Like, sorry, you know, have like sorry 10. explain it to you? Yeah, like have 10 of these. I'll, I'll buy them for you so it doesn't hurt your pocket. It's for science. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Have 10 of these back to back and 10, 12 of these and let me know how your morning is. I think this is the kind of beer you start the night with. You just shotgun one of these and. Oh, man. <laughs> shotgun a tall boy? You can shotgun a tall boy. I'll do it, bro. Go give me another can. Yeah, uh, I would not reach for this. I usually don't reach for IPAs, and uh, this one's super extremely hoppy, so I'm probably not going to reach for it. Um, But then again, um, I'm trying. I'm going to try to get into these kind of beers a little bit more, and maybe there's one that I can, like, start liking. But it's not even a whole, like, it's because of the alcohol. It's more because I just don't like the taste of, you know, grapefruit peel. You'll, you'll get into it. I think you will. I don't think so. I mean, IPAs have been out for years, and uh, 
Nah, you, you're going to find one one day and be like, you know what? This is this isn't bad. I mean, yeah, if I can find one of these and enjoy it, then yeah, I wouldn't mind, you know, drinking IPAs. I don't have anything against them. I just don't like the flavor to them. Yeah, I mean, there's different style, different uh, hops that people use to brew these. So there might be one specific kind of hop that you like or that you prefer. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, normally I don't enjoy IPAs. So I tend to not try to buy them because I feel like I'm just not going to drink them. And yeah, especially if they're like a six pack. Yeah, and then yeah. You, especially if you're like at a convenience store and it's only a six pack or a four but, pack of Tall Boys. But they ain't given me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what do you think about uh, well, what do you think we should do for the whiskey? Well, I already have something in mind since I kind of had a feeling I wasn't gonna like this IPA, even though I was open minded to it. Uh, I brought out something, uh, a classic name, um, one of the originals. I I want to you know if you think of. Uh, of bourbon, I think these are one of the top two or three classic bourbons that exist. Kentucky straight bourbons. Um, and I'm talking about wild turkey, the bird. Wild turkey. Yes, sir. That is about as original of a company as there is, man. So you, you, what do you got under there? Wild Turkey 101 or Wild Turkey? No, man. I, I wanted to do you got 101. the master's keep or what? You going to surprise me? <laughs> I do. I did want to do the 101 or the 81. I think now they put one out like that. Um, but I ran out of it like a couple weeks back, so I didn't have it. Uh, so then I went ahead and pulled out one that you might like. Um, I went to the store about a month ago and I got one of these. It's one of the. Uh, Stop teasing me. Tell me <laughs> what it is. Why are it, you being a tease? <laughs> it's a single barrel. Um, oh, he's teasing. Kentucky Spirit. Kentucky Spirit. Yes, sir. I've actually had this once before. I've had a sample of it. Didn't buy it, but I, I had a sample of it at a liquor store that he had it open. So I'm pretty sure it's the same liquor store. It's 101 proof, making it you know 50.5 percent alcohol. Um, it's a store select one from one oh. of our uh, favorite you know oh, bourbon spots out here. No, it's a barrel pick. Yeah, it's a barrel pick. Um, Jeez. Um, I, I recently saw they changed the bottle. Now they went with the rare breed. You know, the bottle now looks like the rare yeah. breed. But now this one's the, the classic circle one that looks more. Uh, this looks more I premium. I yeah, like this bottle a lot more. Yeah, it looks way more premium. Like, yeah, just, it looks nice on your bar. It looks nice on your shelf. And the product in there, in my opinion, well, go ahead and pour your shot just so you don't think I'm uh, BSing you. Um, it's, it's premium stuff, man. I'm smelling it from the bottle here, and this smells delightful yeah well a little bit of a, a little bit of wild turkey uh distillery uh they're known for you know of course you know wild turkey 101 you got the uh the russell's reserves all those all the different type of you know wild turkey rare breeds masters keep all these different things that they're doing um but they're known for uh their distiller jimmy russell which um he's the uh longest tenured master distiller in the world right now He's uh, been distilling bourbon for over 60 years, Jeez. and now he has his son involved, and his son um, and him have been in this business for a long, long time. He's been in the business, uh, Jimmy Russell has been in the business for 60 years, and his son, Eddie, has been in the business for 35 years. So this is like a whiskey family. This is a dynasty. Yeah. This is- uh, So they're the Russells. <laughs> yeah, they're the Russells. And they're the Russells in Russell's Reserve? Yes, sir. Uh, oh, and so that's another good one. <laughs> yeah, and one of my favorites actually. Um, but Jimmy Russell, 
he is known in the bourbon community as the uh, <laughs> as the Buddha of bourbon. The Buddha of bourbon. Yes. Mainly so because he's he got a belly. <laughs> yeah, he does. He definitely does have a belly, and I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, but also, he is. Uh, they call him also the master distiller of master distillers. So he's very well respected in this community. So he's a hot he, shot. Yeah, he he's he's a he's a boss man. Um, they really 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 take into consideration what they put in here. Uh, everything they use is non-GMO corn and non-GMO products. Cool. So they want everything to be natural. And they actually don't release a bottle until the master distiller uh, looks at it and decides that it is ready to be released. So they're not necessarily going to go, you know, if it's going to be a four-year bourbon, they're not going to go four years to the date. They're going to go four years and then when he decides to release it and when he thinks it's ready. Damn. That's yep. that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool, man. How about um, this? Is Do you know if this is a vegan? Is whiskey vegan? Whiskey's vegan. I don't know. There's no animals involved. I don't think so. The yeast is that what is yeast no, considered? No, that's wheat. Yeast is from bread, wheat, something like that. There's no animals. I have no idea. I think it's I think it's vegan, and then it's organic too, because it's non-GMO corn. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it is, uh, but it is wild turkey. So, so are you saying that this is there? There is a turkey on it, so that makes it non-vegan. I think. Yeah, a picture. I think of a that's turkey. how it works. Maybe he just posed. <laughs> Maybe he's the mascot. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is a very, very, very nice um, distillery out there. It's one of the must uh, must go to if you're doing the uh, Kentucky Bourbon Trail. It has one of the nicer's uh, viewing Definitely rooms. Definitely on my list. Yeah, for sure. And then they have a special room. Um, it's an award-winning, uh, beautiful like visitors' um, whole setup that they have there. They have like a museum. It kind of breaks down the history of you know wild turkey, the different bottles they had, you know things like that. And then at the end of it, af- after you walk the whole tour, they have a room called the Angels Room where you can sample any type of whiskey that you'd like. And then you can pretty much look at the view. You can look at the Kentucky River, which is where they get their water from. And then they, you know, put it through the limestone to make this type of bourbon. I can see why they call it the Angels Room. Yeah, you can definitely see the whole Kentucky landscape, the river going through. It's it's pretty It's pretty nice, man. It's definitely somewhere I would like to go, man. We got to visit it. We well, so visit it when we're in Kentucky. <laughs> have you smelled this? I've been smelling it because I haven't wanted I haven't wanted to try it and interrupt yeah. you. So. Um, when, when I went over he, over to that uh, liquor store, I went out there and I told the guy, man, if you can, he's like, you want to try this? I'm like, yeah, if I like it, I'll buy it. He's like, you're going to like it. I was like, all right, give me a sample. And if you're right, I'm going to buy it. So I'm assuming you liked it. Yeah, he was right. I did like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, it's and it's some people think of like wild turkey and they're like, oh, wild turkey one hundred and one. I party with that. You know, I mix it with coke and uh, and uh, yeah. Get and, and now they have the the wild turkey eighty one, which is a that's what they went for. So you can go ahead and mix it. Is called like the mixing bourbon. They're mixing bourbon eighty one. Uh yeah. I think, but I, think I like my drink is. strong, so I mix it with one hundred and one. Yeah. Well, I mean, one hundred and one is the OG, the original. The OG. <laughs> yeah, I go with the OG. You know that you know when the 101 comes out, it's about to get dangerous in that party. Yeah, the 101, man, that's a classic. But this one right here, man, it's a, it's a pretty solid pick. I'm taking, a, I'm taking a sip right now. Yeah, go ahead and take a sip. Tell me what you think. Uh, tell me uh, what you think about this barrel pick. Holy, this is delicious. Why do it tastes kind of like bananas to me? <laughs> 
I'm getting, uh, it, I actually got that. I got I got more of the runt taste, but yeah, I do like know banana what you're runts, right? Yeah, it's kind of, I'm tasting banana runts right now. This is insane. This is delicious. It doesn't smell like banana at all. But I, I once I once it hits my palate, the banana runt flavor kind of takes over right away and dissipates into like a nice whiskey caramelness. Yeah, and I mean this bottle specifically, uh this one was bottled in um June 29th. 2017 and it was the uh barrel number four and it was stored in warehouse b on rick number five so they give you specific details of where this i love when they, i from. love when they do that and especially when they write it in pen <laughs> they wrote did. it in pen they yes. did wrote it in they, they wrote it in pen i love it just makes that. it makes it more of a bond to me it makes it look like somebody was in there hand wrote it put heart and effort into it it. makes it special yeah it really does it's like there's like a bond there when you see handwritten things like that um you know just showing that they really put in quality to this and um wild turkey is known for their quality and known for putting out the best product that they can and they don't they don't fucking take any shortcuts when they're doing their bourbon they're they're not one of those bourbons that are just going to release a bourbon no when it's the the master distiller says it's right and it's right I mean, it makes sense because <laughs> I don't know if you've ever tried a if you ever tried Wild Turkey Masters Keep, but that is delicious. Oh my god, that is one of oh that is top notch whiskey. Yeah. And the good thing is, it's readily available. It's not something you're going to be searching for. You know, even this, the Kentucky Spirit, you're always going to find it typically. And that's something I like about Wild Turkey. They make most of their things uh, very available. Um, it's not something that you're going to be going crazy trying to find. It's just a good, solid product, and you're going to find it, you know, more than likely at your local liquor stores. Um, I just took a sip out of this, and it's pretty spicy. It is kind of spicy. It's uh, almost rye spicy to me, but it's delicious. I think it's spicy afterwards. So when I once I drink it, I taste the banana runs, and I get the caramel, and then it's like I feel the spice in my throat, but I don't feel the spice initially. You know, I, um, recently we were talking about, you know, taking a sip out of it and then feeling the warmth. The warmth is very smooth. It's not like that. Just, ooh, your chest is warm. It just, you feel it going down smoothly. Um, that, yeah, that's why, that's why I think the spiciness comes afterwards. There's definitely a, you know, a sweetness to this. This is one oh, of it's, I, I, the, the really sweetness sweet, yeah. comes right away. Yeah. That's like the corn yeah, sweetness, exactly. but to me, it's like banana runt sweetness. It's almost like if I, <laughs> I can't get away from the banana runts. It if like if I were to runts. blindfold you and you tasted this, and I was like, I put a a milligram of simple syrup in it, you'll be like, I I can I can see that. Yeah, like if I put a drop, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Can, you know I what I mean? Like that. it has that perfect sweetness to it. Like if you gave this to me and said, "What did I add in here?" I, my first guess would be simple syrup. Yeah. It doesn't taste like simple syrup, but that sweetness is what it's, where I'm going. It's got to. a lot of yeah. sweetness. It's really and I mean, sweet. you can tell, you can taste the the quality in this. Um, they have a, a charring system, which I, I I've read into it a little bit, and pretty much what they do is there there's four different chars that you can put into a barrel, I think, and they always go with the number four, which is the darkest uh, char in the white oak that they use for the barrels. So, um, they always go with that because they love the color that it gives their bourbon. Okay. And it's a very nice color. Like it's not super dark, but it's just it's not. But I also don't want. I don't know. I feel like whenever something is too dark, it reminds me of some scotches, and some scotches I know that they add color to them. No, that they makes definitely don't okay. add cor- uh, any type of color. Oh, uh, no, Jimmy Russell ain't the kind of guy that's gonna add no, anything that, you, like that if, to if his you product. Do, if you do add color, it can't be bourbon. Yeah, because that's and, one of the, uh, that's one of the guidelines you have to follow to be bourbon. 
Nah, yeah, uh, Mr. Russell, the the Russells are very picky, man. They're, they ain't going to do nothing. They're, they're not even going to consider that type of option. It's no. just whatever they think is right. And he's the master distiller of master distillers for a reason. And his product, his product's there to show it, man. Damn, I think Delicious. I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go buy a bottle of Master's Keep after this. <laughs> hearing all this information about uh, wild turkey, let's go right now. Yeah. Go to ABC and get a Master's Keep. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. I know. We'll go uh, to, I'm we'll always go, down. We'll go to Total Wine. Fuck ABC. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm always down for that. Um, you know, wild turkey. I have a. I have a couple. Oh, I finished the 101. Um, you know, I have this. I uh, can. You know the wild uh, turkey Kentucky spirit, and I also have the other one, the uh, Long Branch that you brought over, I think. Oh yeah, I brought that Long Branch. The Long Branch is really good too. I've always been a fan of that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a, it's a solid one, but you if can tell the difference. If it's good enough for Matthew McConaughey, it's good enough for me. <laughs> He's the one that uh, that uh. All right, all right, all he right. Was, he was <laughs> he was on the picture uh, when I went to go buy it. They had a sign. That's the only reason you bought it, huh? Yeah, I saw Matthew McConaughey, and I was like, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta get this. He tingled down there when you saw him. <laughs> he's he's my hero. He's my uh my my hero next to Dwayne Johnson. So they're both they're both up there. Yeah, but don't get don't get it twisted. Kentucky Spirit compared to uh, Long Branch, no comparison. No comparison. Kentucky this Spirit is, is this is pretty above. Stop notch. This is pretty solid. I think because of the sweetness in this, it makes it really really good. But I I don't I don't think I would give it to like a beginner because of the spiciness. Yeah, yeah. I w- I'll, yeah, I wouldn't give it to a beginner. There's other really sweet whiskeys that you can give to a beginner that they might appreciate a little bit more. It's like sweet and spicy on I this. feel like if so, if a beginner were to try this, they, they might think it's too spicy and it'll turn them away. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, 50% alcohol. It's sweet. It's uh, spicy. It's warm. Um, you definitely get the the caramels in there. Um, to me, this this one right here is nice and perfect. When we get our cold fronts out here in Florida and it gets like 30 degrees, you go outside and take a sip of this and Man, just... it barely ever gets 30 degrees. But when it does... <laughs> High 30s. When it gets when it gets Not down, 30, 39 and a half. Yeah, when it gets down to 39 and three quarters, <laughs> that's, when, uh, that's when I pull this out. Uh, yeah, which it doesn't happen often, but this is something that will definitely warm you up. And it's nice, nice. For it's me... Quality, I'll, quality. You, you can taste the quality in this, man. You really can. You really can. For me, I'll pull this out in sixty degrees. Yeah, you can you can definitely taste the combined ninety five years of uh distilling that, you know, the Russells have in this. This is <laughs> this is something that was thought thought through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you've ever had Masters Keep, that's something that was also thought through. Yeah, and then uh Eddie and Jimmy Russell are the only active uh father and son duo uh distillers. Really? So no other uh distilling company as of now um have a father and a son as master distillers in their company. Man, well, hopefully they keep it going and they uh, they make these whiskeys for a long time because uh, I'm going to be here to enjoy them. And uh, hopefully there's a third generation of whiskey, of a whiskey son that's going to pass on the reins and create like some continue really to make nice these kind of solid. Now, I mean, there's probably more master distillers. Out, uh, they probably do have more, um, but those are the ones that are well known. You know, the Russells are, oh, yeah. are, are highly respected and yeah, for a reason. Yeah, so I definitely recommend this to anybody out there that wants to try any kind of whiskey. If I mean, it maybe if if you have a couple of bottles, if you have two bottles and you, you see this and you, yeah, you know, I'll give it a shot. It is a little bit pricey. I'm assuming I'm assuming you paid a little more because it was a the store pick. It wasn't too bad. It was in the fifties. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not bad, but it's I mean, for some people that could be a a little bit 
steep for yeah something to I, I, I to get pick. It. but uh fifty dollars for this product right here I'd pay fifty dollars for this all any day. day yeah but any day but then, you see it, then you're over there paying for fifty dollars for like <laughs> Buffalo Trace you know what I mean no yeah. no offense to Buffalo Trace I love that but you know yeah. you know what I'm trying to get at yeah I love that but if you're gonna pay fifty dollars for it I get this before that. I mean, it's possibly it's, I at, love, at that price. Yeah, for I sure. love Buffalo Trace, but don't spend more than thirty dollars, please. Please don't. Thirty, thirty-five. You know, if I'm a little desperate, but you can find it for twenty-five. That's usually what I buy my Buffalo Trace. But at. let's not talk about that. Let's talk about Wild Turkey. He's wild let's talk turkey. about the bird. Wild Turkey is. I love that. I appreciate it, and uh, I'm glad I picked this out because I, I didn't enjoy the beer, but I, I enjoyed the bourbon today for sure. I mean, yeah, this bourbon is good, but I think I like the beer. If which I one, which one did you like better? Better, I think. I think. If, the, if I, I think the whiskey actually. <laughs> if I was, in, if you're in the perfect, not hot, not cold, if you're just in the perfect environment, what will you reach for? This terrapin hops executioner or the uh, wild turkey spirit, Kentucky spirit. I think I would go for the Kentucky spirit. Me too. I think all the, day. Well, I I know you would because the IPA <laughs> you hate today. I would, but for sure. But 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 I think. This whiskey has the the right amount of sweetness. I think this would make a delicious old fashioned. I think this would make any cocktail delicious. So for that reason, I think I would go to the to the to the whiskey. Yeah, I, I get it. And I and I'm not one of those guys that's gonna tell you what to mix. But this is fucking. This is a cocktail in itself, just straight out of the bottle to me. There's oh, yeah, so many flavors. Good. There's sweetness. Throw you, some ice on this. You drop a, 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 a you know a you know a little bit of water in here. Oh man, this. The flavors will explode in this. You drop an ice in here, it wouldn't forget about it. This is a cocktail in itself. Yeah, man. It's a I definitely uh I definitely recommend you try this. Even if you don't find terrapin or if you don't want to try it, you see this uh Kentucky spirit, definitely pick it up. Even if it is a new bottle. The old bottle's kinda cool, but the new bottle, hey, it's the same stuff inside, so that's what counts, and that's always what counts. That's but uh that's what makes it good. Let's go ahead and wrap this up, man, and yeah. uh, let's keep enjoying this whiskey, though. Cause, yeah, uh, for sure, man. This is Ashi signing out. This is Willie, man. Later. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Brews and Bourbon podcast. Beer and whiskey reviews by average consumers.